Hey, this is Colt Cabana, professional wrestler from the Art of Wrestling podcast. You're listening to City Wrestling Radio Podcast, which is weird because it's either radio or podcast. Can't be both, but hey, with you, baby, it is. Yeah. What's going on, everybody? This is City Wrestling Radio, and this, well, this is the Raw Review. I'm your host, Corey Smith. Back at it again in the Diamond Studio with my co-host, Jose... Uh, Osegeta. My name is Jose Osegeta. Um, City Wrestling J. Uh, right here, you're... right now. Uh, I got kids. I have a hat. I'm Jose. You don't, you don't look like Jose. Nah, I, I'm removing the... I'm, I'm going to full Eric Bischoff. I'm going to remove this mask. Turns out I'm Michael Vergara. Michael Vergara, how are you today, sir? Making a special appearance on the Raw Review. Uh, you know, it's just... Uh, it's Honestly, I feel like it is an important day as like as somebody who is normally just regularly on the B show where we talk about NXT. I just felt like this day and this episode of Raw in particular and maybe the Tuesday and Tuesday night SmackDown as well, where we really should get down to brass tacks in terms of like what is what is going on with the atmosphere of NXT. In reality that translated to I had some free time. I didn't have any video games to play. I'll just come over. Record. I'm kidding. <laughs> Um, how are you today, sir? You, I literally just answered that question by saying what I had to say. Did you just ask me that? Well, no. You asked me that twice. I don't know. I think that... Personally, how are you? How's your drink? You're drinking a drink. I'm drinking a coffee, and it probably shows okay. in the in the playback probably. We're like, hi, hi. hi hey, Wait, what's going on? I don't I know. know. I'm I, here. I was yeah. Jose for one second. Now, Michael, the next... I don't know what's going on here. We're not on I'll crack, though. Again. I swear. I, I swear. swear. Um, I'm doing, doing all right. Today. Oh, you're doing crack today? I'm doing crack today, yes. No, okay. I'm doing good today. Um, you know, another day in paradise, San Francisco. We finally got some sun. That's yeah, good. On a consistent basis. Yeah, yes. you know. You know. Just chilling here at uh at my house. But guys, if you want to find City Wrestling Radio at our official home, check us out on soundcloud.com slash city wrestling radio. Also across a plethora of other fine podcast delivery applications, including iTunes, Google, Stitcher. Castbox and many, many more. Okay, Colt Cabana. If you wanna, yeah, you wanna talk about baby boots. Sounds like fucking a fucking star. Uh, also, character. follow us on YouTube. Search hey up, guys, this is Colt Cabana. Search here. up City Wrestling Radio on YouTube because we have a new video we are just going to upload tonight. Our Pro Wrestling Crate February reveal. Our reveal. I can't say reveal. That's like a RuPaul thing. Uh, reveal. So is that what RuPaul does? Just like, just uh, like puts insert, Ru on from yeah, anything. Insert in her it. name into like various punny. That's types my of word manners. now, honey. Like, uh, let's see. Like how rude? How? Yeah, Bobby Rude. Yeah, or uh, oh, Bobby Rude should do dragon be Bobby Rude. Like how revealing? Revealing, yeah. yeah. Oh, all will be revealed. You'd yeah. think like she would be above that kind of humor, though. You would think, but if it makes her money. Because I, I had the opinion that like drag queens are amongst the most wittiest, most uh, funniest people on the planet, from what I hear. They're pretty, do you, do you pretty darn fun. They're pretty f- darn yeah. funny. Yeah. Um, my, sister, my sister would talk about drag race all the time. Well, not all the time, but no. I <laughs> No, here's the thing that she said. Like This is one of the first podcasts we did. Um, I said when we signed off, I said bye, bye, and then like my sister texted me like, "You say bye, just like Alaska. RuPaul, oh, like, or anybody yeah, yeah, from yeah. that show." I don't know. I think she said RuPaul. Yeah, I think a bunch of people on that show say that like that. And so I was like, oh, I, didn't, I did not know that. I don't know. That. No, that was a thing. I thought it was my original thing, and then I don't know. The queens, you should have told me. The queens beat you to it, man. The queens beat uh, you to it. They always do. Trailblazers. They are. They, you know what? You know what? They they do what they can. And king for a day, princess by dawn. Woo. King for a day in a leather. But song. guys, if you want to follow us on social media, follow us at CWR four one five Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, um, all of them. And yeah, because you can stay up to date with like wrestling rambling. That's what I'm saying lately. The latest news and wrestling ramblings in the. World of professional wrestling. No, as one star casts, uh, Conrad Thompson would say, rumors and innuendo. I don't say that, I'm though. I'm going to sign. I say news Undertaker. and ramblings. Okay. That's ramblings. ramblings. News and ramblings in the world of wrestling. I'm your host, DJ Dillywag. Did you know Peyton Royce was uh, mar- is married to Ty Dillinger? Yeah, I knew that. I didn't know that. Yeah. I just saw a picture today, but I'll, I'll, I'll wait to get into that till later. Um, but guys, let's get into some news. Before. I can't wait. <laughs> let's get into that. Uh, let's get into some news. Uh, wrestling news. Not a whole lot of news, I think, coming out today. Um, 
Just uh, there's, there's gonna be some mysterious announcement on NXT and uh, 205. Voting. It's like shit. We it, got. We lost four of our guys. What are we gonna do? Well, I mean, what what do you? Th- okay, so they're gonna make an announcement. So, um, uh, fresh off the debuts of these four guys, NXT says they're gonna have a special announcement with no additional details currently ava- available. Speculation of what's in store for the Black and Gold brand is running wild. Be among the first to find out on NXT streams Wednesday, eight seven central on the WWE Network. Either be three things, uh, or hey. a com- or a combination of all these three. It's going to be live. Or none of the three, and it's something that's fourth. It's going to be live. It's going on Tuesdays, and it's going to be two hours. How about and it's all three? Be, and it's probably going to be all three. And it it's going to come when SmackDown is on Fridays. Oh, it's going to be horrible. It's going to be terrifying, Corey. So wait, it's going to be on Tuesdays? Yeah. Okay, so it'll be like Raw, NXT, and then... But then do you think it's going to be... I, it's probably going to be all on full sale. I would rather. That's what make it. That, that makes filming, NXT NXT. Like, continue you, filming. You can't make it like live. You can't make it like live and have it actually like. But if you noticed last night, right after or like be its own taping. Yeah, you know, be its own taping and then like traveling around the nation. Like oh, we're gonna have an NXT show on Lafayette, Louisiana, <laughs> or. Like, it's going to be its own separate crew. It's going to be... Yeah, I don't know. I will well, find out if by If you this. noticed someone in that Raw last night, Triple H says, Hey, uh... It was this pretty is, damn cool. I don't. I just don't do a job here. Uh, I work for a third brand. A uh, third brand. Really? I did not know that, uh, Mr. Levesque. Did, did you know I work somewhere else? Uh, I mean, look, they, like, they think I'm cool over there, not unlike you guys. I work for good guys. I'm, I'm, yeah, that's what he basically is now. He's the cool dad. Where uh, the savings... Uh, uh, I don't know. I don't remember the jingle. Do they know? Do you know when they're making this announcement? This, this Wednesday. It's Wednesday, so it's going to be during the historic uh, Velveteen Dream Johnny Gargano match. And that's going to be really interesting. Which I wonder how it's going to how it's going to end up now that one of the uh, members is going to be on the main roster. Velveteen is winning. I mean, how are you? It's get not the- a spoiler, dude. Like we're getting either or ending. They filmed two endings. Well, I mean, we're going to get either or ending either way. Yeah. You know what I mean? So um, what? There's they tape they ta- uh, newsflash people if you're living under a fucking rock. They filmed two endings: one where Velveteen wins the title, uh, the NXT North American title, and two where Gargano wins the. North I mean, American retains team. the North American title. Yeah, so that's going to be super interesting. Very interesting B show. Who up is this um, week. the number one contender for the NXT championship right now? I mean, it would point. It would probably point to. Alistair Black, but then he lost. Uh, yeah, who's next after that? If he's going Adam to the main Co- roster, honestly, like the chances of Adam Cole, especially winning, if Ricochet's going to the main roster yeah, too. But like, especially like since they, I'll say this, like Adam Cole's chances of winning that NXT title are drastically going up. No, he's going to get called up tonight. Probably watch. <laughs> They're just going to call everybody up. Watch it. NXT's like, discontinued. NXT's canceled. Okay, like with this special announcement, there is that. It does sound kind of like foreboding, like, oh, the future of NXT, the state of NXT. But something about NXT is that, like, the main eventers of today were the main eventers, you know, from there. Like, I feel like, yeah, we complain about the transition of, like, certain stars going from NXT to main roster, and rightfully so. Drew McIntyre, you know. The main players of N- those main players of NXT are more or less main players of, like, of Seth today. Rollins. Yeah, you got Seth Rollins, you got... Uh, Drew McIntyre, like, like you said, Roman Drew Reigns, McIntyre, Drew McIntyre, Bray Roman, I mean, Roman Reigns. He was kind of he was a top player. He was he techni- uh, that's what they want you to say. But then he was technically there. he was technically on the NXT brand for like six months. Oh yeah, he was. He was mostly an FCW guy. FC Dubs, yeah. Um, like you got your Kevin Owens, your Sami Zayn's. Like they're there. They're not. I'm not saying they're like booked properly, but you know they yeah. have their spots. So your Mojo Rawleys. We got. And we always said about, like, I'm not as necessarily, like, the skies like the sky is falling on NXT considering these four call-ups because there is depth there. Like, you have Matt Riddle. You have Keith Lee. You have Dom- Dominic Dijakovic. Dijakovic. I hope Drew Gulak stays at that place even though he was probably making main roster money with 205 Live. Do you know if that's if 205 Live guys make main roster money? Uh, Off the top of my head? No. N- yeah, no, I don't know, dude. Uh, that's something I probably can even look into. Mm. Um, maybe I'll I'll contact somebody that knows Brian Kendrick. I mean, whatever. Like NXT guys, like like how much money do you make, dude? Like I would just 
I would put Drew Gulak on NXT because that match with Riddle is Well, that's exactly why I think, okay, I think they're merging the two brands. I would hope they would continue to film it ahead of time because it gives it time to breathe. Uh, it airs out these matches, so it gives them time to breathe. You can edit out really bad spots, just yeah. like in the Mae Young Classic, where they can edit out um, all the bad uh, missed spots. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, but the Cruiserweight title on NXT. And, yeah, you might be filling it up with too many titles. But, I mean, you know, the NXT title can travel. It can travel to the NXT UK. See, I think and then the- make the make the North American title kind of the top title of NXT USA. Yeah, I mean, I see. I, see, I mean, I feel like NXT kind of has the, the the most appropriate amount of titles. And, uh, I mean, yeah. Well, yeah, that's pretty much those uh, those announcements. The announcement of an announcement for NXT. The announcement of an announcement. I like it. You like it. You Do love you? it. I don't like. They could. I mean, whatever. I mean, what don't you? What What is there not to love? Well, generate about this? interest for this. I mean, it got a. It provides us content for this podcast to talk about what's gonna happen. Ooh, speculation. Did you hear about uh, the page thing? Page thing. Ooh. Um. What? No, the, it's not that. The movie. There's no more of that. I mean, yes, the movie. <laughs> the movie. No, not the movie. Not that movie. Not that movie. I mean. Oh no! Did you see that interview? There was this interview. Oh, with the actress. Yeah, I did. I did. Yeah. There was this at the. They were interviewing the actress, and Paige was sitting right next to her, and. Uh, the actress Florence Pugh, I for, I don't know how you pronounce that. I'm just going to say Pugh. Uh, she said, you go on the internet and you see a lot of videos of Paige and then straight up just zooms in on Paige's face. Paige makes this like, kind of like, just like, like, like yeah, okay. And like, I mean, she said on Twitter, like how I found out on Twitter was through her Twitter where she retweeted that. And she said, you have to learn how to laugh at yourself sometimes. So I'm I'm glad she's a good sport about that. Yeah. Joking. For, I mean, because I know she didn't mean it. Yeah. That Florence didn't mean it. But uh, yeah, there was also this bit of a black backlash concerning what Paige uh, made some recent comments concerning uh, the WWE <laughs> in regards to how they perceived the women's division. and mm-hmm. And what she basically said was. The WWE management did not hold women back. It's it was all the fans, and uh, she received a lot of criticism, like particularly on Twitter about that. Hold me back, hold me back. Like okay. you know, it's just one of those things where it's you kind of see it all the time nowadays because wrestling fans are very passionate and they can also be very very negative. And then, I mean, negative in a sense where they want the stuff they see to be good, and they'll let you know about it like for god's sakes all we do every week is talk about how wrong certain thing and a certain thing is like it's because we more or less kind of care yeah i would like to assume so so for Paige to do that like it was to me it was just textbook like we'll just blame you guys for stuff that we can't aren't willing we aren't willing to admit because there was that twitter thread by uh you know i'm gonna have to go you know it's hard because um you know you, you think back to like the attitude era and I mean, the fans, the fans did want that. The fans wanted, you know, TNA. They wanted boobies and booty, you know? Yeah, it was, it was, it was a product of its time. And it was something that the audience was more or less trained for, for the past 20 or 20 to 15 years before the quote unquote women's revolution, evolution. Right. Um, Not to discredit the fact there was an evolution because, you know. It's. I mean, we're they're fucking main eventing WrestleMania today this year. What are you saying women aren't involved? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> there's this Twitter, and then like right then and there, there was this amazing Twitter thread of how wrong Paige was about it. Uh, it comes from this person named Boris at Bombshell, but the Owen Bomb is still spelled with a V because Ooh, you know, aesthetics. Yeah, Boris Bombshell. Bombshell and says, since Paige claims WWE never, WWE never held women back, here are some of the struggles Diva went through back in the day. I'm not going to go through this entire thread, but I will say... We can go through. What what events happened? Uh, Michelle, it's like, it's a lot of just um, first-hand accounts from like interviews of certain wi- of like the women involved. Well, Michelle, like Michelle McCool. McCool and Victoria having to redo their match because their punches looked too good. Yeah. Uh, matches getting cut. Lay cool. Yeah. I was saying, I just saw like some like WrestleMania matches getting cut or yeah, was Lay it what cool the- and Trish almost getting their WrestleMania match cut as well. And having to rush through the last minute, Bella twins and fucking dactyls getting their WrestleMania match cut because the undertaker and CM Punk match went over time. Nikki saying how her match with AJ, which was supposed to go 15 minutes, got cut to 30 seconds, and how they killed her storyline with Brie without no explanation. It goes on like that. And so I don't know what Paige was. Well, first off, like, I need to see what 
she actually had to say about it, but apparently that's... The next inductee to the Hall of Fame. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. Um, except she, since she got hurt this past year. I mean, she had to retire. Yeah, she had to retire. She's probably getting inducted this year. Fighting with my family. Uh, yeah, it's... It's weird. I don't know. She's gotten a lot of criticism for it, and rightfully so. Especially opinion. since she was, she's been the one kind of in the past to speak up against toxic fans, so to speak. You know, fans that have said stuff. Honestly, I kind of don't blame her with the amount of bullshit she had to go through. Yeah, no, that's fine to call people out, but it seems weird to say something like this now. To say that the fans are the ones that held the divas back, like it's your fault, not us. And then you, but also like I said, shit look look what happened to her. Look at all the criticism she's been put through by the fans. So you know she probably holds a grudge against some people. Yes. You know back in the day, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not her, so I can't sit here and think exactly like her. I, I can only speculate I mean, from an outside source. I hate being. I hate her character. You know. You know it's a uh, it's but then you can't deny. You can't deny fans being shitty, though. I mean, there's, that, that's always going to be a thing for anything in any situation any whatsoever sport. in a live any, yeah, uh, any sense. Like, you you hear about, like, Jordan Grace heard, like, she would always screenshot DMs of thirsty people being That's like a special Twitter hell. account she has, right? Yeah. It's or, really awesome, I think. Or, like, in WWE, where, like, people... She's really beautiful, too, and I have to... I'm like, oh, man, or don't like, DM her. Yeah. <laughs> I'm you kidding. Know, I like, wouldn't, but, you know. You have, like, Natalia getting, like, chance of, like, you suck Tyson... Or like to or any of the Bella twins, you suck Brian, you suck Cena, that kind of stuff. Why would they say that to Cena and they're not even there? Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like it's again, like you you kind of train your audience. I mean, I guess that like it's it, of that product, you kind of train your audience to you know treat women that certain kind of way, especially with the Vince Russos of the world. Who, man, if you wanna if you wanna see a one wrestling promoter who just ha- who just fucking hated women. Watch anything involved with hey, Vince bro, Russo. Hey, bro, listen. I didn't hate women, all right? They just they came in here. They didn't show me the time of day, so I got to show them their time of day on the screen. You know what it's, I'm saying, bro? A, oh, God. And then look, and then I remember like there were like TNA matches. Like it's even it spills even beyond WWE. Where like there were these there was this TNA tag team of um Billy Gunn and they were in a feud where the manager of that tag team was Christy Hemi and then I think Billy Gunn just said, "The only place you belong, Christy Hammer, is in the kitchen." And he was the face in that entire in, in that entire uh, thing. Oh, oh. This is like back in 2007. A lot of times have changed, man. Yeah, times have changed, and I just saw him take a picture with uh, Sonny Kiss the other day. Like they're all like hugging, and well, it's you just go. you know they work together. But I think it's great how times have changed. People can change, and yeah. people grow up. You can you can like uh, was that guy Jake Paul one day and. Shut up. And Less said about Jake Paul the and, better. And then and you can grow up and, and then hate the guy because he burns mattresses. People can need to sleep in those, by the way. I like how you're providing like no context of why you're saying this. <laughs> like we Anyways. made a reference to this before we were recording. You might as well just upload the entire wave file now and don't even edit this. Anyways, guys, let's uh any more news today, Michael? I mean, I'm sure there is. It's just we we got a we got a show to talk about. All right, let's get into uh, Monday Night Raw. Last night from Lafayette, Louisiana. I knew a friend. I have a friend from Lafayette. She was a stripper, or she was. She used to be a stripper in Lafayette. Okay. Um, like in a stri- Okay, so she was a stripper in Lafayette, or is then she, she moved st- here, and was she continued and stripping? She, no, no. And then she moved back there, and I don't know if she went back to stripping, but she did strip. So. Uh, Lafayette, well, the home of my respect the my, hustle, my friend the stripper. Anyways, Corey's stripper friend uh, kicked off last probably night. Probably at the show. She could well. I mean, or he. There's probably was a lot. She? It was a she. Yeah. Okay. Um, kicked off last night. Uh, what was it? The 18th of February, 2019, in Lafayette. Every day is the 14th. Triple H comes down to the ring. He comes down. He says, "Hey, look at Kofi and Becky. They're pretty cool." Uh, I mean, he comes out praising the night before, praising Elimination Chamber. Um, he says, you know. We got Kofi Kingston chance. We did. I mean, that, that's the one thing about the, um, there was a little bit of of liveness last night, but man, that crowd was dead. Like, oh, yeah. No, they're getting a lot of criticism. Like, Lafayette is getting a lot of criticism in regards to that. Even, too, I think, which... one fan that, like, posted something saying there was somebody in front of him that was asleep. And the guy tweeting this out to WWE says, please, WWE, do not come back to my hometown because the fans here don't respect it. That's that's kind of strange. That's reaching. a little bit marky. I know. That's kind of reaching. I know, but anyways, anyways, Triple H comes down. He says, "Uh, Becky, uh, what you do was kind of cool, but you know what? Uh, if you do it again, I gotta fire you." 
And then, uh, then all of a sudden he cuts to, starts talking about the road to WrestleMania and how he's going to pour some gas on the fire to the road to WrestleMania. And says, tonight, we're going to get some debuts. We're getting call-ups from NXT. Ricochet, Aleister Black, um, Johnny Gargano, and Tommaso Ciampa. Tommaso Ciampa's picture. Let's talk about that. <laughs> it looked like they, they individually showed each one and one at a time. And so you got you got Johnny Gargano. He was smiling. It make, yeah. kind of makes sense. Like, he he's... I mean, yeah, he's going through this kind of heelish run kind of thing, but, but he's, he's mostly he, known as a baby face. Ricochet makes sense. He's he thinks a, he's a face. He's a chippy. Yeah, he, he's a chippy baby face. He does a lot of flippy things. He's a superhero. That's fine. Alistair Black doesn't smile. He thinks he's a heel. Well, no, Alistair, no, I'm talking about Alistair Black. Right. He thinks he's a heel, but he's really a face. I don't think. I don't think Alistair Black thinks he's a heel. He's just. He does what needs to be done. Yeah, he's, he's just he's dark, brooding, and then the, he's very make, moody. It doesn't. We'll get to that soon. Um, he, yeah, he's pretty much kind of just uh, stoic in a certain sense. So it, it makes sense for him to smile. Okay. I mean, not to smile. And now let's get to the black heart, Tommaso Ciampa. Tommaso fucking Ciampa, the most sniveling. So, okay. listen, him smiling. I tried to. I tried to make sense of it. Like, yeah, okay, look, people. The most sniveling people, yeah, they do tend to smile because like, hey, yeah, no, I'm Tommaso Ciampa. <laughs> and if you're watching on YouTube right now, you he's can see most, exactly what we're talking about. He's the most evilest motherfucker alive. And so, yeah, no, he, he can smile. But the way this looked, it it looked like two things. It, a, it looked like he died. And this is a memorial picture. It looked like he, like, someone caught him, like, mid-sneeze. And B, it looked like... It looked like it was a picture that originally he was not smiling, and then they put they put a filter of like you ever seen those iPhone filters where you can where move it, the lips and stuff. No, yeah, where it actually just like um, photoshops the face into a smile. Yeah, it looked exactly like that. Yeah. It was like that yeah. face app that it was weird. Was like it was weird, especially since Tommaso Ciampa is like the ultimate heel on NXT. It's not like he dropped the NXT title, come up to main roster, starting it fresh. He's still the NXT champion, still the Blackheart. He's still no one will survive Tommaso Ciampa. We got one more pay per view. Like we got a paper. We got. I mean, we got NXT Takeover WrestleMania. And so that you know could, what? That I, could honestly be the thing. Gargano and oh fuck! And, and so that's what you I'm know saying. What? They might get the Velveteen. We might Velveteen Dream will probably win. What? They're training them to work live. That's what this is. They're training to work live so NXT can go live. You're right. NXT. Wait, they're trained. Okay, they're by training call, by calling. They're them, not calling them up. You don't think they're calling them nope. up because it feels like the way they worded, they the way at, the commentary provided, the way the commentary like said they're about to make a mark on SmackDown or Raw, uh, blah blah blah. Like, but look at the, the lower third. They it's, said it didn't say Raw, it didn't say SmackDown, it said NXT. Did when when Heavy Machinery came out, did it say Raw? Yep. It, Lacey Evans comes out, it says Raw. I never look at the lower thirds, but um, well, you know what? Pay attention. Lower thirds are very important. Um, but no, they came out. Thirds project due it, this Wednesday. They were right. Really? Yeah. Um, um, see, but no. I know. Like it's all. I feel like they're. I feel like they're staying. I feel like this is. This is their introduction. The fact that and it's. I, yeah. Go ahead. The fact that it's Tommaso Ciampa, Johnny Gargano, who are both considered like the leader or locker room leaders of NXT, and then you have the other two probably top, probably guys who could be leader or locker room leaders, leader room lockers. Um, Alistair Black and Ricochet. To me, this this felt like something that was decided to the day of. This felt very, not the day of. That's too ridiculous. But it just felt like it was like very very last minute because an announcement. This, Gargano, Gargano and Ciampa, they Ciampa. they had a story like they made a year long story that's still going on, and for them to be called up into the main roster. And to know while still champions, mean, to, yeah, while still champions in the middle of this storyline, and for them to be called up like this, and very much possibly like seeing no resolution to this buildup, it's I don't know somebody who's like followed B, who has followed, who has had to follow NXT because of the B show, and for the most part enjoying my time watching NXT, it just seems like a slap in the face. That's what I'm saying. I don't think it's they're getting called up. I think they're. I think they. I think they're training them live. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Uh, Triple H goes on. He says, "He says all these guys are here now, but let's do something really exciting: Baron Corbin versus Braun Strowman." Yeah, I can't. I can't believe they decided to make that a tables match. Woo! An opening. Like, I mean, why? What do you mean? What do you mean? You can't, it's like every week. It's the same thing. It's, no, I can't believe this was a. Fu- I mean, I can't. Well, okay, no, I definitely see this being this match existing because Braun's got to get his win back. But mm-hmm. I don't fucking care at all. Uh, Braun versus Baron tables match. 
Uh, Braun, he's still taped up from last night. Braun takes control of the match early, goes after the shoulder, um, or runs uh, uh, something about his shoulder. He runs in the post. He hurts it because, uh, you know, he's hurt from the night before. Corbin then um, has control for most of the match until Braun hits a running power slam to Corbin through a table. Uh, yeah, he wins, of course, because, I mean, you remember how he didn't want uh, Braun Strowman to lose to Brock Lesnar and then he loses to Baron Corbin? Yeah, but then that was via the faux shield interference, and that and the, we didn't get any reference of that today. Yeah, it was those guys might as well have been strangers. Yeah. Uh, next up, we have a Paul Heyman uh, vignette. It's oh, a, before that. What? Yeah, oh, sorry. Strowman. We have a uh, Paul Heyman promo. He comes out to the ring, uh, uh, stares uh, down Bray. I'm uh, not Bray Wyatt. Uh, Braun Strowman. I'm just an advocate. I'm, I'm an, an advocate. advocate. You're hurting me. You're hurting me. Uh, he comes down to the ring. I don't, I don't like those transitions, man. They're weird transitions where somebody comes out when somebody's coming back in. Like, I don't know. Um, so he comes down to ring. He says, um, Seth Rollins doesn't have enough fuel in the fire to burn down Suplex City. And then he plays the uh, video package about Brock, at least the first part of it. How about how Brock was apparently he murdered cattle on farms and ate it? I mean, I don't know. He said Brock was hungry and you have to fight and you have to survive out there on the farm. See that tweet I retweeted? Um, Which one? Where uh, they showed a picture. <laughs> Of Brock Lesnar's parents one by one. And it said these two people fucked and made Brock Lesnar. They are the most like, I don't want to say. Do they look like Brock? No, they looked rural as fuck. If, <sighs> if that's if that's a good enough description. Like they, mm. you know, I, I'm not trying to call them ugly or anything, but they are what they are. And they made and they fucked and made Brock Lesnar. If you follow me, Mike Vergara, uh, Mike Vergara man, I think that's what my Twitter handle is. Yeah, it is because I remember it now. Cause yeah, I Mike Vergara man at, uh, at Mike Vergara man in Twitter. Uh, look at my retweets; it's probably in that profile. Check it. Yeah. Uh, so next up, Finn Balor comes out to the ring, and you know another transition from one person to another without anybody saying anything. I thought Finn Balor was going to come down and say some shit to Paul Heyman, but no, he comes out to the ring and just looks sexy with his new Intercontinental Championship. By God, does he look good with that championship? Um, he comes out to the ring. Now comes Leo Rush. And Rush says, Balor doesn't deserve to be Intercontinental Champion. Lashley deserved to be Intercontinental Champion. And then Lashley attacks Balor from behind. And uh, out comes the one and only, the debuting Ricochet. He comes out for the save. Um, so next we get a tag match. Uh, Ricochet and Finn Balor. Versus Lashley and Leo Rush. I'm going to steal a joke from John Pollock's post-wrestling. Yeah, go ahead. As I always do. You think, uh, (laughs) the joke was, you think Vince McMahon called up Ricochet because he thought Ricochet was the name of an Irish man called Rick O'Shea? Did he really make a, because I told you about that. This uh, is a joke. Really? Because, no, Rick Luxury, his name's like Rick O'Shea. Yeah. Yeah. that's, That's the joke. Is it about him? Yeah. Wait, how does John Pollock know Rick, Rick Luxury? Okay. I don't know. I don't even know what you're talking about anymore. <laughs> Remember I told I've, you. I've completely lost the plot in this. Anyways, I'm completely lost. It's okay. But yeah, Rick O'Shea. That's, yeah, that's the joke. Yeah. Ricochet, Rick O'Shea. Yeah. Yeah. No, I get it. Okay. Yeah. Cool. What the fuck is Rick Luxury? He's a wrestler for All Pro Wrestling. His, oh. His name's Rick O'Shea on uh, Facebook. That's fine. That's Rick funny. O-Shea. Like that's definitely man. not. That's definitely not him trying to like. I thought he should have. Uh, he should play it up at APW one day and like hit like try to be like a mystery opponent and come out to Ricochet's music. And well, like, I must apologize for my APW ignorance. No, it's okay. Don't worry yeah. about it. Sorry, Marcus. It's. It, you Does know, he listen? I hope so. Yeah. I don't think so, but I hope so. I oh, hope look so. at those bears! I'm looking at your screen right now. Don't look at me like that. Oh, your screen. Okay. Yeah. Anyways, um, Finn Balor comes out. Uh, saved by Ricochet. Tag match. Um, they're ricochet and rush start the match flippy shit starts to happen um the crowd starts to suck because they're not even wowing ricochet at all like they're just like oh who is this guy well it's you know it's did you hear how michael cole says oh ricochet really he really made everyone know who he was during halftime heat yeah, they made sure they made sure to put over half. That's heat. that's when Ricochet really made his name. Yeah, not I, this not this debut match with an audience that it will fucking eclipse the halftime heat thing. No, not, not he didn't wow people in a six man uh, fucking ladder match at NXT. I just I was frustrated at this match mostly because it was it was not a good way to debut Ricochet because. If you want to make a first good impression, you have to make sure that thought, Ricochet is as unique. 
like as, as unique an individual individual as you could possibly make him and for him to be in a WWE style 19 minute two segment tag team match that had that had all the beats to it like yeah the finish showed some some sprinkles of like talent and ricochet yeah but i thought this was just suit was just a super diluted way to debut him like honestly they just made him i thought he looked better well, than anyone else debuting last night yeah i mean we'll get there but yeah. as of right now from like we're, we're definitely look better than alistair black that match sucked we'll get there but like i said yeah but yeah i just thought they made they kind of went out of the way to make him look like everybody else yeah uh russia acting cowardly towards finn balor balor then goes for a coup de gras but is distracted by lashley insiguri to lashley by uh but rush attacks balor's leg uh balor then hops up hops out of a power bomb off the top rope uh standing double stomp to lashley hot tag to rico okay so what was that move it was like a 630 what that finisher he does I actually, sometimes I thought I, I mean, I remember calling bump. it the 054, but that's a completely different move. Yeah, I it's thought he 630. said 630. 630 what? Moonsault? No, it's 630. I mean, it is a salt. Oh, okay. Let's say 630 butt splash. I mean, he lands on his head. Does he? Which is kind of not cool. On Wait, okay. Yeah, he kind of does land on the back okay, of his head. Okay, the 630 concussion splash. I mean, he lands like it, it looks like he lands on his head, like, but I'm, I could assume that he, he's he lands feet first to lessen the impact. Yeah, one and only man, Rick, because Ricochet gets the pin on Leo Rush. He wins in his debut match. I, I mean, oh my listen. god, like when he made that splash, like, like oh my god, I like, had tears in my eyes when I saw him do. When, and then when you talk, like, oh my god, Lashley, babe, it was like oh. I saw Finn Balor. Like I can't, I can really, I really I just, can't. I gotta go. I, yeah. Oh my god. Anyways. What do you think of that match, Ray Ripley? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, then Trips and Natty are backstage. They're interrupted by Drew McIntyre. He says, because uh, he wants um, he wants to headline WrestleMania. He says, I can do it. I can beat Seth Rollins. Yeah. I want to do it. I'll do, do it, Shayna. Do, do it. it. Do it, Trips. Do it. Maybe um, that's what Nikki Cross should be partnered up with. Shayna Baszler? No. Uh, oh, Drew McIntyre? Drew McIntyre. Oh, just like his like crazy sister? I mean, Drew McIntyre kind of... No, no, his drunk sister. Ooh, Drew, that's Drew McIntyre kind of looks like if Killian Dane just went on a fucking P90X binge. <laughs> uh, watch out, Killian. Hey, hey, you know what? I think Killian and Nikki's I relationship is, happy. is plenty strong. Yeah, they're happy I mean, at I home be, because okay, Killian look, Dane doesn't get booked to go anywhere. Yeah, no, as a couple, they're happy. As Professionally, who, who knows what Killian Dane thinks. And Alexander Wolf And... Uh, Eric Young. Yes. There you go. Eric Young is signed with the WWE. Hey, where am I going? I don't know where I'm going. I have to go. What do you want me to tell? I'm Canadian, you know. Hey. Okay. Anyways, uh, yeah, that's probably killing everybody right so now. So Dean Ambrose comes. Uh, Dean Ambrose comes in. He says, "Hey, I'm free tonight," and then slaps Drew McIntyre. And then Triple H says, "Hey, you want that match you with the Rollins? Match? Still? You want the match or- with Seth Rollins? Where if you beat him, you get the main event of WrestleMania, or you just want to <laughs> get Dane Ambrose out of spite." Mick Dean Ambrose. Dean Ambrose out of spite. <laughs> All right, yeah, I got you. Don't worry. It's good. <laughs> Dumbass. Uh, next up, uh, probably the most important match of the night. Lucha House Party versus Hawkins and Ryder. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Metalik and Hawkins start the match. Double neck braided Lince and Metalik. Hawkins then takes control. But Lince Dorado hits a Hurricane Rana on Hawkins and pins him. One, two, three for the pin and the win. Uh, Hawkins losing streak continues. They're just gonna. Where do you see this? Like, I really hope it weeks. doesn't end up Zack Ryder turning on Kurt Hawkins, because I can actually see that. And then has he ever been a heel? Zack Ryder? Yeah. 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 He's turned on people before. No, I think you're confusing him with Mojo Rawley. Mojo Rawley was the one that turned on Zack Ryder when they were a tag team. No, Mo or Zack was definitely before the Internet Championship. He was a heel at one point. I mean, he was a heel when he was an edgehead. I mean, after that, I mean. Anyways. I mean, when they were both edgeheads, I forgot. They, they, they you were know what? I think that's, that's that goes into the investigative report, and we'll get back on that tomorrow. Okay. Okay. Uh, next up, we have Heavy Machinery interview. Um, they're what trying the to fuck was this man? <laughs> they're really trying to reset their. They're they're trying to get everyone into Heavy Machinery. Like we fell in love with them in NXT. Unfortunately, they're doing everything they they're doing all the wrong things possible. They, they said, yeah. Um, you know, what do you guys help to accomplish here? And they said, you know, we're just a couple blue-collar guys, me and my little brother, Tucky. They're so unusual. Uh, well, then apparently... Might as well made that. They're brothers, apparently, now. Cause like, yeah, because he called uh, uh, Otis his little brother, and he called uh, Tucker his I mean, big like, brother. Like, he said, yeah, what's up, big brother? Like, he said, yeah, like little a, brother. In a fraternizing way? He said, big brother. Like, hey, Corey, you're my brother. You're my brother in this podcast. But world. would you call me your big brother? Would you say, oh, this is my big brother, Corey? Or would you say, this is my brother, Corey? 
Okay, yeah, no, that's weird. Yeah, he said, this is my little brother Otis, and he said, this is my big brother Tucker. So Maybe that's why they ditched the last names. Could be. Um, so they want, What are their last names? Machinery? <laughs> there you go. Um, I mean, Otis Machinery. Heavy. Right? Just heavy. Um, they um, Steaks and wakes. Steaks and weights. Then Lacey Evans comes out, and she does her little strut. And they do their, and then they do their strut. And she was like, oh, dear. She was like kind of turned on by it. I'm expecting a gentleman caller. She was like, oh, I might have me a steak. Extra, extra rare, please. Yes. <laughs> please. Wait, would I cook my husband this, this piece of raw meat that I microwave for at least 20 seconds and Instagram it? I had some, I was a butcher for 10 years and I had someone ask me, how do I cook chicken in a microwave? You don't. And that's exactly what he said. And he, like, who's fighting with me? He was like, no, how do you do it? And I said, no, you don't. I said, I legit <laughs> cannot recommend that. You can get sick. And then he goes, well, does anybody else here? And I looked at my my coworker, who was also, like, a chef. And I was like, hey, Lance, how do you recommend cooking chicken in a microwave? He goes, you don't. <laughs> okay, the you guy guys are a bunch of smart guys in this establishment. The guy huh? was so pissed and was like, just give me some ground turkey. And it was like ground turkey. It wasn't even like How a you microwave this? <laughs> Anyways, uh, DIY is backstage next up. Um, Chad Gable and Bobby. They're Rube. not called DIY, dude. <laughs> they don't refer to them as DIY. It's DIY. Dude, they said DIY last night. They referred to, like in the past. They are. They were known as DIY until shit happened for about a fucking year. DIY is backstage and uh, yeah, it, for the second notes, you can call Gable and uh, <laughs> thank you. Gable and Rude walk up and are, is it me or are they like super heelish now? They just come off as jealous. They like came professional off, jealousy. They came off kind of heelish last night. Um, they walk up. They want to know why DIY has a shot at the tag team champions, even though it wasn't a tag team title match. Why should they be mad? It's a non-title match. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I don't know. Like, fuckers, you lost them. Um, in walked the revival, and they said, "We don't need luck because we're the revival." You know, you say yeah. I mean, it was kind of a nice. I mean, it's too bad Jason Jordan wasn't in the picture there because you know it would have been a nice callback for all the great matches. All yeah, Bobby Roots in there, like. <laughs> I mean, he was part of NXT. Like, you guys, you, you guys remember me being there? Like, no, like I was champion, right? Remember that? Yeah, I was there too. I was, I was backstage rooting for you guys. Yeah, that was a good match you guys had. You main evented, and I didn't. But Anyways, I uh, revival versus DIY. Uh, Gargano and Wilder start the match back and forth between the two teams. Gargano hits a suicide dive to Dawson. Double. I wrote down double attack DDT. Oh, to the revival by Gargano. That's where one one guy goes upwards, the other guy's downwards. And double DDT. Three Germans to Dawson by Champa. Springboard DDT to Wilder. Champa then driven into the barricade. Doomsday device to Gargano. DIY. What's the DIY finish called? The um, DIY finish. Said, to no, Dawson. Cole said super kick and knee. Okay. I remember that. Uh, high low. Is it a high low? That's it's kind of like a high low. Yeah, um, might as well. Uh, DIY finishes Scott Dawson. They get the pin on the tag team champions. So if if it's if Where it's is me, going is this okay? It puts they them might, over. fast lane. Maybe they might get a shot at the tag team titles. Okay. There's and there's then, no takeover until they, and then they'll lose or they might win. And then what? You're just going to continue the storyline. You, you will, make the revival seem a, stronger. Will they get along, Corey? Will this tag team? Will these tag team champions get along? What? We heard this. You we've never heard of this story before where they're just reluctant partners yet they still win. Ooh, will they get a lot? Well, was it Triple H and uh, not Triple H, John Cena and uh, David Otunga? And l- listen, like it's, a, I mean, like this was a good match out of like this was the best match out of all three of the NXT call up matches. This was definitely kind of a style that you would see on an episode of NXT. Um, these guys worked really hard. It definitely, yeah. Got, it definitely got a uh, definitely. I mean, of course, it did. Uh, it would be it, on the lower end of a stick on on an NXT show on an NXT like television. Episode, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, considering what the the shit that their takeover's been producing. No, the shit that even NXT they, television's been producing. Well, the shit that these two teams have produced in the past. Yeah, and so I mean, of course, it's a television match on Raw, but I mean, hey, it's a big stage. You got to make a splash somehow. Oh. But yeah, it's. It's just weird, man. Like they're both title holders on NXT, and you can't help but feel like everything about this was just was not well thought out, like from the get go with these with these call ups. Like they just no. It literally just felt like Vince McMahon wanted wanted new talent, and then Hunter and he just approached Hunter like, okay, you called you called up these people, you called up these people. I know these aren't the best you have to offer. Give me four of your absolute. Best. What if? Some people, they turn NXT into a third brand, and some people go to NXT. 
from Raw or SmackDown. I mean, is the next segment was the next segment Bailey and Sasha Banks promo? No. Okay. No, no. But that that could lead into it later. Yeah. Uh, but next up, though, uh, Charlie, she's in the back with Finn Balor and Ricochet. Finn Balor, he's like, oh, it's great. I'm Irish. I'm going to go over here and look at my title. And Ian, look at my abs. Uh, but here's my buddy Ricochet. It's Ricochet. not about me. My my moment was last night when I won the IC title. But the moment is not about me, Finn Balor, with my abs. It's uh, about Ricochet and, and his abs. Charlie Take asks, it away, Ricochet. Charlie asks Ricochet, she says, how do you feel about your debut here on Monday Night Raw? He goes, Oh my god! Like, my like honestly, of, like when I made that like pin oh on Leo Rush, like, it was like oh my god! I had tears in my eyes. Like oh yeah! It literally then, this speech was exactly like his Casey Cannizzaro Royal Rumble. Yeah, speech. is that if if listener if you haven't watched the video of uh, Ricochet pouring his heart out to sweet Casey Cannizzaro, his girlfriend being yeah being his being his uh, boyfriend and everything. But he's backstage on Monday Night Raw, and he's just saying, he's like, oh my God. Yeah. you know, sometimes when you fight for your dreams, they come true, and just like, oh my God, and like, you go for it, and they're not always the way it plans, but like, it comes together in the end, and like, oh my God, it's just great, and like, it felt, it felt genuine. It, it did, it did, it, it did felt genuine. Good, good, good singer, too. Uh, next up, Kevin Owens' video package. He's the everyday dude. I'm in the movie theater. Uh, he's going to SmackDown, right? He's gonna he's facing Daniel Bryan at Mania. I mean, yeah. When you that's read, what it seems like. That's what if you read that on the internet, yeah, most likely. Um, but yeah, he makes a promo with his phone. He drops the phone, but he caught it. And he's in a movie theater, and he just comes across like everyday dude. Like I'm that's not too what, good for anybody, but that's, that's what they're angling at. It's like there was a moment. So he's at a movie theater with his son, and his he's doing kid the, steals from him. Yeah, no, dude. Oh, well, so he cuts the promo like on his phone, and then he's like, "Really, just you know, this taking this time off, it makes me really think about the reasons of why, um, like I'm really just wrestling." And then as he says that, he kind of subtly turns his camera towards his son. Yeah, like he's in the angle. He's yeah. like, yeah, he's actually part of the angle. He's part of the camera shot, and it's really kind of steering to like a face run. For Kevin Owens, and of course this could be a swerve as soon as he debuts, I'll fucking powerbomb somebody, and Rey Mysterio or, or Kofi Kingston at Fastlane. Um, but yeah, and then he, and then his son does, and then he talks to his son, and he says, "No change. I give you twenty dollars with popcorn and soda. No change." I'm like no, no change. Actually, though, it's a, it's a movie theater. It's dude. a movie theater. Uh, that's what I was gonna say. It's fucking expensive. You, I they're like right. ten dollars. You're right. You're right. The the popcorn would be at least that's at least a good 14 15 bucks. Yeah. It's a good couple dollars change, but you know. But there was no change. There was no fucking change. Montreal's expensive, probably. You know what? I want to watch this kid because you know, he's uh he's pulling the old Montreal screw job on Kevin and his dad Owens Kevin. No change. No, that is that is Owens, right? That is Owen. His son's name is Owen, right? <laughs> Wait, his name is Owen Owens. <laughs> his name Well, his last name's not really it's Owen Steen. Steen I Owen know. Steen I think is his yeah. kid's name. Uh, next up, we have Bailey and Sasha. It gets to be on Monday Night Raw, man. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, Bailey and Sasha, you know, they deserve it. They got the tag team championships. Bailey flubs and calls themselves the first ever WWE tag team champions, which I kind of was like, cool, good for you. You flubbed, but you still said that. Uh, they are out there. They said they'll defend the titles on Raw, SmackDown, or NXT. Kind of setting it up for a third brand again. Uh, out comes the Samoan Slaughterhouse. Uh, Naya that's trying to drive a wedge between Bailey and Sasha. If you keep saying it, it's not going to happen, Corey. I'm not the one who invented it. They did. Uh, Naya and Tamina trying to attack, but no, they didn't. <laughs> um, Bailey and Sasha like were like, no, kick, you're out of here. And they left. So. No, like Naya, I think Naya or Tamina, I don't care which, like they were just on like oh, one half of them, like their half was on the fucking ring apron green they canvas and, and then like, uh. like they got like no sasha did like a bank statement and like ah let me go let me go and that was nothing and that was and yeah uh that's it kind of just spills over into our nxt talk again where bailey and sasha they're going to travel to across brands they're gonna cross this the universe streams they have the infinity gauntlet and so they had the mm-hmm. snap of their fingers they can easily will themselves into Raw, SmackDown, or NXT, where they could fight the Skyrits. Or 205 Live. <laughs> yeah. Or AEW. Or yeah. New Japan Pro Wrestling. Yeah, that would be, be funny, but never, hey, never. Man, there was some cross-promotion in Japan the other night uh, that had uh, Yoshitatsu and Hiroshi Tanahashi fight uh, all Japan wrestlers uh, in Kento Miyahara. And 
Daisuke Sakimoto. New Japan and All Japan, they both split off from Big, was it Big Japan Pro Wrestling? Man. Or just Japan, Jap, I don't know. We are not the podcast for this. Next up, uh, yeah, no, we focus on Monday Night Raw. And I'm not even sure if it's All Japan. Now now I have to look. Is Kento, which uh, let's company see. does Kento Miyaharo? McIntyre and Dean Ambrose start up their match. Uh, Ambrose goes after McIntyre, but McIntyre... All Japan, I'm right. Okay. McIntyre takes control early. Glasgow kiss to Ambrose. Claymore kick out of nowhere to Ambrose. And then another Claymore kick. And, yeah, bye, Ambrose, sorry. Um, and then after that, Seth Rollins backstage to Charlie. Um, Rollins accepts his fate, and he goes, Brock needs butterfly to accept his. playing downstairs? What? Iron Butterfly? No, Butterfly. The come, my lady, come. So we live, I mean, you live right above. You're my butterfly, right, my be- sugar, right below baby. a bar. So music gets played. Yeah, Crazy Town. Crazy Town. Yeah. With a K, right? No, with a C. Okay. I had the album. All right. I actually had two different versions can, of the can album. Can you hear that right now? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I you can. I had the biggest crush. Actually, no, I can't. You had the biggest crush with the lead on, singer on of the, Crazy Town? No, yes. the album cover. The girl with the like girl? the, she had like devil horns and all the tattoos. And it was like now. illustrated. Uh, Seth Rollins, he accepts his fate, but Brock needs to accept his because time is now starting to end for Brock Lesnar. And walks Dean Ambrose. And Ambrose wants to know, hey, bro, why don't you have my back out there? This is not a real woman, Corey. I, I know. It's an illustration. Okay. <laughs> I, I know that. I had I was 12 years old, dude. What do you want me to do? I wish you were real. Exactly. Um, 9th, 1999. Wow. But Ambrose, he asked uh, Rollins, he goes, why weren't you out there for me, bro? And, and Rollins is like, what are you talking about, dude? I thought we were feuding. No, are, are you out of your mind? And, and he then, was just like, uh, uh. and it walks away. This Ooh, Dean Ambrose character. Wacky Dean is back. This Dean Ambrose character, I only one word describes Dean for me right now in wacky. this run. Nope. Senioritis. He is oh, just like yeah, that student. Yeah, yeah, who, yeah. He got into the college that he wanted. In this case, it's AEW. He is um, like he was like me on my last two weeks at my last job. Yeah, last two weeks of any. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. but in this case, it's last two months where like he is that he is fully prepared to whatever is given to him because he knows his long term plan anyway, whatever that may be. And so he doesn't care in the short. He doesn't give a fuck about anything that's coming at him at the yeah. moment. Yeah. So it really is just. It's a little depressing. No. A little, it's a little bit depressing. It's funny because I'm like starting to enjoy him more, though. Yeah, no. Like I said, he's become like knowing this elephant in the room of him knowing that you know, wrestler, wrestling fans being a lot more cognizant about knowing contract situations and all that hubbub. Um, and yeah, that sort of endears uh, Dean Ambrose in a certain way. But then at a certain point, you really got to think like... Should they should they really just treat him this way on the way out? And I get it; it's tradition. You got to make sure that the person goes out in their back on their way out. But if anything, you should build him up so he can have the meaningful loss. But I guess you don't want him to be over as he goes. Right, towards he's getting the next over. Company. That's the thing is WWE. When every time they try not to get, I don't over, think he's gets... getting over that. That really? That, I mean, you I don't, don't think, think he's. So? I don't think he's getting over that Drew McIntyre match. Like, granted, it's Lafayette, but they were they were dying a death deaths. I think. Death. I don't think. Dean Ambrose is strongest suit is his wrestling ability. I think his strongest suit can be his personality. Personality, yes. Um, and I think his personality is really starting to come out. Um, while because I think part of his his personality is not doing like senioritis, like you said. He is. That's what I think it is. Um, but that's part of his personality. It always has been. That's part of the things that shine that shined about him is that he just never gave an f. And as much as we think that, like, as much as we think it's it's about as final as he can get. I will not put it. I will not be completely surprised if WWE has at least one last final go for him to sign, resign. It's I, heard, a, I heard they were going after him again. They were going to try again. Like they want to try again. They want to work this out. He's like, bro, nah, I'm just gonna just go hike in the desert, bro. It's hard, to, it's hard to like make a sound of chewing gum when you don't actually have. Hey, gum. Renee, Renee, where are my glasses? All right, you don't have glasses. Oh yeah, that's right. Sorry, let's go. Anyways, <laughs> that's a pretty good one. <laughs> Um, next up, we have Elias. He's out in the ring. He has no shirt on. Um, he's about to sing a song for us, but no! The dark, the moody Alistair Black debuts. What was up with that fucking line? The moody? The so, appara- mo- so apparently, Corey, the, the girl in the cover of the Crazy Town album, you know what her name is? Crazy Girl? She has a No, she has a name. It's called Little Lolita. That's creepy. Yeah, uh, both album title and the picture of the little Lolita are based on lyrics from the song Lollipop Porn. That's your oh, uh, yeah. that's your crazy town trivia for today. <laughs> what were you, what were you uh, talking about? Uh, uh, Alistair Black, he's moody. 
Oh. Oh, God. <laughs> That's what I was supposed to say. Uh, Michael Cole. As soon as Alistair Black comes into the screen, Michael Cole, he's just dark, moody. Like, was he like a, an angry teenage kid? Like, he's just, ugh. It's really just, it really hammers the disconnect of the main a roster commentary and how they get them over when you yeah. compare it to Mar Ronaldo and uh, Nigel McGuinness and Percy Watson and how they approach their characters. It's a completely different philosophy. They don't really inject as much buzzwords, even though Mar Ronaldo injects as many fucking references as he possibly can under the goddamn. He's run. like Lisa Left Eye Lopez and setting it on fire. There's no chasing waterfalls. The only thing chasing Al- the only thing Alistair Black is chasing is the NXT championship. Exactly. See? He's a creep. Yeah. <laughs> Just creeping on the down low. Ricochet. It's there is no scrubs when it comes to Ricochet's talent. I like how we're just doing TLC um uh, <coughs> It it's uh we, we gotta think of another one. Like a light. Like a light. Uh, that's a sicko mode. Yeah, right? anyways. Uh, so they have a match. <coughs> Alistair Black has his debut match against Elias. Bitches treat him like he's Uncle Luke. Uh, <laughs> oh God, why am I... Um... Gin and juice. He just, yeah. And then Percy Watson laid back. And then and then Nate, Nigel McGuinness would be saying, Mind on my money and the money on my mind. Just all three of them. All ten. Yeah. Mid-90s. Smoking a blunt. and R&B. I'm sure references. Morrow be rolling one up right there. Um, Elias versus Alistair Black. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's what we're talking about. It's a shitty match. I'll be honest. It's the first time I've okay, ever been listen, said this about not, an Alistair. Okay, you think it's a shitty match? I thought it was okay. <laughs> I thought it was only just serviceable. I, I hated the fact that uh, Alistair Black had to fucking. No, Elias just sucks. Had to fucking sell for Elias, and the fact that Elias's sleeper hole, like headlock offense, really took. That's know, like all like, Elias has. That's everything he ever fucking does. Yes, is a long grounded headlock. And so, but he. And, took, oh, and a jumping knee. I'm sorry. Yeah, that was actually really good. I really like that spot where, yeah. like, Alistair Black, he sold it like a million bucks where his entire body just pivoted by the by way yeah, of Elias' yeah. knee. So that made that made Elias look all right. But that that fades to black. Or a black to, mask. Oh, I'm sorry. No, is it fades to black? That's black mask. Oh, it's black mask. But that, 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 the that black mask intro, looked really good. That, that thing he said before he got him was like, Elias. He's like, so like, you play music, but silence. Will fade Look, you man, it's to not black. Like, it's not to say that like Alistair Black is not a good promo because he's not right promo. But this moments before they're like the, it. It really shows yes, Triple H. Yes, this, this is Vince McMahon. Oh, oh, hi, hi. Yeah, you're Alistair Black, like, aren't you? Like it really, really shows the disconnect between creative, uh, creative and main roster. And Are you gothic? Creative in um NXT where. He's a man of a few words. He doesn't say much, and when he does, it matters. But then, what they have for Alistair Black, he, he, he doesn't. I'm not saying he does a monologue, but he does talk, dude, and I think it's not it's not doing of service to his character. You say disconnect between the main roster and NXT, dude. Look at the disconnect. Like even with the, the commentators, the commentators, the the fucking cameramen, the directors. They cannot keep a, their cameras on Ricochet or Alistair Black last night. I mean, they're trained to like. I mean. I they, thought, no, they no thought, I thought about this too though. Like NXT kind of does the same thing too, where they mm. cut on impact. They really do. Like there are certain techniques that they really do share. Yeah. And um, but the times where it's like, like even Alistair Black's going to do his, you know, his little sit in the middle of the ring, they bounce off the ropes, springboard, sit down. But um, the camera thought he was going to do a suicide dive and had to quickly cut back. You know. So I don't know. It's just it's one of those things. Like they just didn't even know what he was doing. So. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, next up, we have our main event of the evening, uh, WWE uh, Raw Women's Championship match. Um, we have R- Ruby Riot, sorry, versus Ronda Rousey. Ruby Riot, Ronda Rousey. RR versus RR. Who is the real RR, Michael? Uh, Roman Reigns. You're you're right there. Uh, versus Roman. Now it's now a triple threat match. Roman Reigns versus Ruby Riot versus Ronda Rousey. Uh, no, Rhonda comes out. And she's dressed like Claire Redfield from uh, Resident Evil Two. What? No, she wasn't really. Wait, but Ruby she, Riot? No, Rhonda Rousey. No, she didn't. She dressed exactly. Like she had blue shorts on and a white top. She kind of had that Claire Redfield look. Or Claire was Redfield it, is all. Blue. Or was it Julie? You mean Jill? Jill. Yeah, Jill had a look like that, right? Not really. Didn't she? They, they have like just, short it shorts. It was just blue shorts, dude. It. It like it. It, it was a reference from the night before. She was dressed like the other Sonya uh, Blade. 
from the night before. Sorry, I'm not a video. I'm going to stop correcting you at this point. Yeah, just let, let you me... drown in your own mistakes. Yeah, let me suck up that water. Uh, Rousey then takes control for most of the match. Spear to Ronda, falling back, cannonball to Ronda. Right kick to Rousey, kick out. Gut wrench slam to right. Rousey then gets on the apron, and the riot squad distracts. Right kick to Rousey, kick out. Right then falls on the top of the. Um, on the ropes, I believe. Uh, falling back cannonball again, but lands on her arms. Right then pulls Ru Ruby. Okay, so sorry. The Riot Squad pulls Ruby out of the ring uh, for the save. It really doesn't seem to matter, though, because armbar, Ruby Riot, submission, and win. Yeah. The Ruby, uh, the Riot Squad, they try, but, you know, that doesn't really happen. A uh, more competitive match than it was last night, even though it, yeah, had, but it, it took the Riot Squad to make, make sure that it did. Yeah, it's shitty. This, I mean, it was a rough match. This was probably Ronda's first worst outing out of her entire. Yeah, probably not her worst. I mean, but it was it, 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 it was bad. There, there were there were some spots where it was completely spotty. There was a moment where Ruby like Ruby Wright had to sell a fucking punch that was miles away from her. Oh, did you see that one spot though where she? Threw her like it was kind of like an Alabama slam into the ring post. Yeah, it it was just it, that this entire match was rough. And they she were, looks like she got slammed in the face because Ruby Wright made this face afterwards and was kind of like Ooh. a holy shit kind of look. No, it actually kind of looked like her face actually you know got smashed like that. No, I'm that's not. Gonna not make that. I'm yeah, not gonna make that. Um, <laughs> no one knows what we're talking about. Uh, yeah, and it was definitely very rushed because they they were still in the middle in the middle of the match. It didn't look like it was gonna end, and it was it was like what. It's, I mean, I watch it live, so it was like 7.58. And so it, it just felt really rough. Like, these guys, I mean, thankfully they don't do an overrun, so they need to finish this soon. And, in fact, that they did, and it was very rushed. And uh, Ronda Rousey celebrated, and they were out of there. Nice. Yeah, no, it was, um, how was that? That was Monday Night Raw. Very, very interesting show, dude. It seemed like it was it's, just like they didn't have a, a program for the night, so, like, let's just showcase NXT. That's what it seemed like I, to me. It was a panic button, in my. I think it really was a panic button. Yeah, uh, this was not. These call ups were not well thought out. NXT, the the whole NXT unit creative is probably scrambling at the bits. I think Ryan Satin is shitting himself as of this recording, and that announcement that they're going to announce Wednesday is Ryan Satin saying that he did indeed shit himself. Because, in a bag and put it on the street. Yeah, because that's what you think. Because that, that's you. what you think of this roster, Vince McMahon. And he just says, I quit, and that'll be the end of it. That's it. Sorry, NXT's done. Yeah. No more B-Show. No, we'll still have B-Show. We'll just watch Impact. Don't worry. It's fine. Oh, great. Yeah. And ROH. <laughs> and, uh, uh, next up, we have um, our SmackDown Live preview for tonight. Let's see what's going to happen tonight. Will uh, will the NXT TakeOver continue? Ooh, let's see. I like how they're they calling it. Do they say that? Do they really say that? Yeah, it says, will the NXT TakeOver continue? Uh, can Kofi Kingston rebound after Elimination Chamber defeat? Will Charlotte Flair react to Becky Lynch's assault? The Miz will issue an apology to Shane McMahon. And the new Daniel Bryan's WWE Fastlane opponent will be revealed. Ooh. So, wait to see what happens tonight on SmackDown Live. Alvarez reported there will be a heel turn. Or a turn. No, no, he... Okay, no, he's not... I okay, I am getting tired of people misquoting Alvarez, and I I don't know if you you just did you read exactly from his? Oh hell no. Okay, so people like even a couple weeks ago, like someone asked, like, do you think Michael Cole? Do you think Michael Cole is going to retire soon? They said, you know, it, it could be coming up soon. It's, everyone's reporting Michael Cole retiring. Michael Cole retiring. He is just he wants Big E to turn on um, Kofi Kingston at Fastlane. That's that, that's pretty much what he's been saying. He wanted that to he happen. He wants that to happen. Fuck no, dude. Because he wants it to be Biggie they and Kobe Kingston at Mania. They, no, that's stupid. He he doesn't like the New Day. Yeah. Well, he doesn't like the New Day, so he's he loves to, them as he's wrestlers. Trying book, he's trying to book them in yeah. the worst way possible. Yeah. That's how much he hates them. Yeah. Before we get out of here, guys, there are a couple birthday wishes we have to issue out. We have, let's see, have to. it's our civic duty. It's our civic duty today. Uh, we have four birthdays, or three birthdays today, and one person we like to remember. Turning 37 years old, born in 1982, El Torito. Happy birthday, El Torito. Also, a little cupcake, because you're so small. Also, turning 38 years old, born in 1981, we have the perfect 10, Ty Dillinger. Um, he's probably eating a gluten-free cake, I feel like, because he's super thin. Him and Peyton would be like... Getting a haircut. Yeah, shaving his eyebrow just in one little <laughs> spot. Um, Jack Gallagher... Born in uh, 1990, but not confirmed. That's not confirmed. It's not. We okay. don't know. He was just born on this day. And also, today, we'd like to remember 
Big John Studd. He passed away in 1995, uh, a cause of death, uh, Hodgkin's disease and liver cancer. Uh, but he would have been Royal Rumble winner. By the way. He would have been 71 years old this year. That is that would have been quite the run. Yeah. Still, hey, man. we we Rest still wish you a happy birthday, Big John. Thank you. Yeah, he's probably like, hey man. Thanks, man. Big John. All right, guys, let's get out of here for because uh, we got some SmackDown to watch. I got to put that video. We're missing this. Uh, you know what? We're not missing much. I'm probably missing a whole lot. Anyways, guys, for City Wrestling Radio, KCSF, for me, Corey Smith. I'm Corey Smith. I'm Michael McGrath. And we're going to see you tomorrow with SmackDown, our SmackDown Live recap and review show. Guys, don't forget to follow, like, share, subscribe at CWR415, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and we'll see you later. Have a good night. Bye. Bye.